0: Welcome to Christ and Culture, a podcast about two kingdoms, man's kingdom and God's kingdom, and how they collide.
1: What's up, guys? Uh I'm back, man. This is Christ and Culture. And today, man, I got a good buddy on taylor wade and he is going to talk to us a little bit about students and how we can uh, uh teach them grow them love them care for them and, and like because kids are crazy so he's gonna That's help true. us out man <laughs> anyway uh taylor you are the student pastor here at uh, healing street church tell us a little bit about yourself
0: yeah so um man i've been here for almost a year now uh, before that i was doing student ministry uh east of dallas for about five years and over there um but man, I got married, uh, last May. Bro. Thank you. Yeah. So it's yeah. been almost at a year. Yeah. Um, it's, best for, thing for us. Done, huh? it's been great. And so, <laughs> uh, my wife, Haley, she's fantastic getting to do life with her. And, um, so we moved over here and been doing student ministry here at the church i also coach some basketball as well love getting to do that another opportunity to just invest in some other kids and um, just help grow them and so love getting to do those things but man just me i love sports um i love talking about sports playing sports yeah, I love hanging out with people. This is a sports uh,
1: time right now, yeah, even though uh the podcast won't come out for a little bit, but we had we just had March Madness. We did, which uh-huh. was insane. And um then actually the masters are
0: on right now. Currently, right now. Yeah, we're keeping so. up with it today. So it's been it's been good. <laughs> uh, for but, sure,
1: for sure, yeah. man. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. I got uh some questions I'm gonna ask you and I'm just gonna start out, dude, uh and and ask you this because today, man, I don't know, like I just said, kids are weird, students mm-hmm. are weird, everything. Mm-hmm. How do we connect? with our students? How do we connect with the kids? man?
0: Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think there's a lot of different answers that we can throw out there. And um, one thing that's the same, I see it from, you know, kids that are in preschool to grade school to high school to college. And it doesn't matter if it's a kid who loves music, who loves acting, who loves sports, whatever it is, every kid, every student needs to be loved on and cared for differently. Yeah, And you got to recognize like, okay, this kid is one kid that I can, I can push a little and I can challenge and they're going to like that and enjoy that. Or this kid, Hey, we really need to take them uh, alongside of us and kind of give them a hug and say, Hey, you can do this. And like, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's different, but, um, I think every, everybody needs to feel loved. Right. I would say first, like everybody needs to feel that loved, uh, and and to be able to connect with students, they got to know that you care about them, that you love them. Um, they, they need to know that you're going to be honest with them. Uh, because I think, I think students, especially high school students, they can see through um, anything, right? And, and they know, <laughs> they know if you're being honest or you're not being honest, if you're hiding things, um, I would say, man, I, I try and tell our, our um, leaders this a lot, but also I think it's great for parents to know, of man, do things that your kids like to do, mm-hmm. you know, listen to music that they listen to, watch TV shows they, they watch, play the games that they like, do those things with them um, and and have a knowledge of the culture that they're living in, have a knowledge of those things. And and then if you don't understand it, I I tell parents, Hey, um, man, ask them, ask your, ask your kid to teach you. (laughs) Right. And and a lot of parents, I think it's like, man, we don't want to do that. But I struggle with that. I got to ask our students all the time. of like, y'all are saying this word, what does it (laughs) even mean? You know, like teach me, teach me your stuff. And so, and obviously it's like, there's a way to do it without like the parents or me or anybody like trying to be hip, you know, yeah. and trying to be like, and then use those words. There's a like, fine line between yeah. learning and trying to do right, it. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like, hey, teach me. Right. It's they, when they see that you care about the the things they like or the yeah. way that they talk, the words they use, different things, it's like, oh, they're not just here. They're not just my parent. They're not just my leader. They're not just some other adult It's like. And they care about who I am and what I like and what I do. And so make sure they know those things show up for them. I would say man, show up, whether it's um, whether Mm -hmm. it's a recital for for band, orchestra, choir, it's a dance recital, it's uh, any sport, it's um, a spelling bee, it's whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like show up. They still doing spelling bees these days? I don't know. But, you know, (laughs) I assume somebody's doing spelling bees somewhere. They got to be that kid somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, just let them know that you care. And we'll get into this a little bit more. But have real conversations with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's one big thing of don't be afraid. To have those real conversations because yeah. they need it yeah. and they're going to get it from somewhere yeah so for you, parents it's, do you right. want them to get it home or elsewhere
1: yeah uh, so man i think something you said was was good about learning they stuff you know mm-hmm. trying to connect with them in that way because each kid is different it was funny uh because i was a student pastor man many many moons ago man and uh dude them kids be doing some crazy stuff it was like when that song yeah. The, what does the fox say came oh, out? And I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> but uh but in that way, you know, we want to learn what they learn, but how do we kind of uh pass on our faith? Like how do we help them to know what we know? Because sometimes yeah. kids be like, oh, right, old people don't know nothing, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: I think you know it starts with the I kind of mentioned that real conversations. Like you got to be ready to have those conversations if like mm-hmm. you build that foundation of hey, man, I care about you. I care about yeah. our friendship, our relationship, uh, and, and for parents, I think it's it's difficult, right? Because you have that real fine line yeah. of, of friend and parent, yeah. And man, it's it's difficult when you get to that point of where your your kid starts to feel like, oh they're more my friend than they are my parent. Like that, yeah. that's real difficult. But it's so it's like, you got right? to have those hard conversations. you got to have those real conversations. But man, there's a couple places in scripture that when I think about this come to mind of how do, how do we pass on our faith or why mm-hmm. do we do that? You know, one is Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. And it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. And then here's where it comes in right here. It says, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And so we have very specifically yeah, in scripture, yeah. hey, impress this on your children, teach this yeah. to your children. And it says, talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down when you get up. Yeah. That's every part of your life. right? <laughs> and it's literally, it's telling, hey, parents, here's how, here's how you. Who would have knew, huh? Yeah, that, the Bible says it. Here's <laughs> a way to do this. It's just talk. Talk about it, right? Impressive. That's that's live it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think first and foremost, um, for parents, it's and any adult, right? If they're around students, they're around kids, it's a living out their faith. Yeah. Right. First of all, you know, it's the whole thing of actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And and they really do, because especially with your faith, if you tell somebody one thing, you tell your kid, hey, this is how you need to treat people, this is how you need to it, but they see you do it a different way. Yeah, hold on a second. Hold on, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold on a do second. That. Why? And so I think that's one I think about that place in Scripture of man. Impress them on your children. It's saying impress them, um, let them see you live it out, and then have those specific conversations with them. But also Second Timothy two two says, "What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also." So it again comes back to man. If I'm a believer. Right. I'm going to witness, and then if I'm a believer, I'm going to then entrust that same stuff to somebody yeah. else. And I think a lot of this is that Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.2 is um, more focused on discipling um, another person. But man, as, yeah. as I believe yeah. that parents... That's right. Are That's called right. to be the main disciple maker yeah. of their kid. That's right. And so they need to be entrusting this to their yeah, students. And so I'm sure. um, having those conversations in about all aspects of life. And uh, I think it's it can be difficult, right? Because there, there's a lot of awkward conversations, <laughs> yes, especially <sir. laughs> with a junior high or high school student who are just awkward in things <laughs> in, in general, general. right? So, so trying to have those conversations. But I think what's helpful is if, if you can create parents if you can create a a space where your student feels comfortable to ask yeah. questions and they know you want to be there for them not to teach them or correct them but to really just do life with them yeah. um, and making sure that they know i i love you and i care for you i want to walk this life with you right. um doing I those things and, and letting them know like hey you're not going to be in trouble for being curious Right. I think a lot of kids, I Mm. I know that a lot of students, they feel so nervous about asking their parents questions because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble for even thinking about a certain Mm. thing, right? Whether it's, it's drugs and alcohol or it's sex or pornography or these things, they're nervous. And so if your kid knows, Hey, I'm not going to get in trouble. For being curious, right? You'd rather have an awkward conversation with your kid than your kid find out from a friend at school who found out from their older brother who knows nothing about these things. Yeah, oh yeah. But I think you know that's real talk, right? I hope that answers some of your question about man. How do we pass this along? Well, first of all, it's doing life with them, yeah, And, and it's it's living it out so that they see it, and then it's not being afraid to have those difficult conversations about your faith and your questions about your faith of you know. What about this with god and what about that with god but also not just about your faith about life in general yeah for uh, sure. having on those things i
1: like what you said that uh, especially about the part that you do it yourself you know when mm-hmm. we don't want to be hypocrites we want to our actions speak louder than our words and i think that scripture first timothy says that exactly it's like what you've seen me do in front of others mm-hmm. like that's what i entrust to you man it's like so first it is like a, a thing as as parents as as friends, as uh, uh disciple makers. It's like, we, we got to do that thing right. in our lives. That's and then right. when they see that, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And I also like, man, where he's you, talking about just doing life, you know what I mean? And not because kids, dude, I swear they are scared that they are going to be in trouble just mm-hmm. for thinking about yeah. some of those things. Yeah. And if we've created space for them to be able to do that, that's good, man. That's good stuff, man. Cause you don't be thinking about things like that, but when you're around students all the time and you, mm-hmm. and I think it's different because, You Most of the students you encounter are not your kid. They're not they're not your kids. Mm -hmm. And so you have a different perspective Mm -hmm. on how to see those things. And so parents just uh, I want to say to you, man, is that like create that space where they can ask questions, because I think that. It is when they will ask questions. You're yeah. still the parent. You're still gonna do that stuff. But yeah, creating that space is yeah, a good, I think good
0: thing. We can say that. And as as we're sitting here talking about it, I say and I say that. And it's so easy to say, oh, right? Yeah. The living it out and creating the space. Yeah. Like, man, I know it's easy to say, and for, and for parents, it's it's hard to do mm. because yeah. you're in and out. Like your kids see you in in your good and your bad moments, yeah. right? And yeah. creating that safe space is going to take some awkward conversations and it's mm. going to be difficult. But I truly, I'm a firm believer that if you can do that and you create that space where your kids know that you're there to have those conversations and they know that you're doing your best to live it out. And even when you mess up, you're going to come back and maybe even apologize to your kids of saying, yeah, hey, yeah. I didn't live this out right. Yeah, for sure. um, That's I mean, the gospel. If, if you do Right. But if you do that, Man, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. be so beneficial for your family. Yeah, I'm a firm yeah. believer with that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Man, uh, so with all that said, because we got to create this space for them to be mm-hmm. able to talk and for them to be able to uh, feel free to have those conversations, even though they're awkward. What do you think that the deepest need is for our students right now? <laughs> You know i I know that's yeah, a that's, huge question, right? It's a big question,
0: and you know, and then
1: I'm not going in yeah. there. I'm going to ask you, how do we meet that need?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you mentioned this me to me before we and I was before we started this, and I was thinking about this, and man, I so many different things pop up in my head because yeah. again, it goes back to who's the who's the kid, who's the student? Like the yeah. differing um, specifics differ between kids. Of, yeah, for sure. And what do they need? And I think it's such a hard question to answer, but I think what I come back to and what I try to do in our student ministry of building, um, building a place where students want to be and know, know they can come is their, their need to, to just feel like they have people who are on their team, Mm -hmm. um, people who love them, who care for them, um, who want to be there for them Uh, again, not to just teach or correct them, but to walk through life with them. You know, I think every student just wants, um, wants to know people want to be there, wants to know that they have people in their corner, especially with um, social media and technology. We are, I've heard I heard somebody, I can't remember who said it, um, but we're living in um, a world that we have more possibilities to be more connected with people than ever before, but yet we're more unconnected than yeah. we've ever been before. Yeah. Um, Because we take to the internet, we take to social media to connect with people, but those connections are not in, in person. Those connections are not, you know, they're, you know, somebody's here and the other person is across the country or across the world. And so I think for, for students of having those people that they know day to day, they can look to and go to, and they're there for them. And there's, um, a book that's called it's personal that uh, was written by Virginia Ward, Reggie Joyner, and Chris and Ivy thing I I give to our leaders um, to read through as Mm -hmm. they lead our students. But I think there's some, it's really designed for leaders and leading students. But I think there's a lot of stuff for parents to be taken. There's (laughs) the titles of the different chapters are stop being so shallow. Do you know my name? Do you know what matters to me? Do you know where I live? And do you know, do you know what I've done? Do you know what I can do? Mm. And Those questions, like answering those questions, I think even for parents is huge. Of man, don't be don't be shallow, right? Not in a um, not in a real bad way, but like the saying, don't let your parenting be just surface level. Yeah, right. Like like let it be deep. Like be present. Yeah, create that safe space. Partner with other parents that you trust. Right, like inviting other adults to invest Mm -hmm. in your kid because they need those other people. um, And make it personal, right? Like make your parenting personal to your kid where like maybe you have more than one kid. Each kid is different. Yeah. Right. And I think of the story of, and, and they talk about it in the book, the story of Zacchaeus and you see, Jesus was so personal in relationships, yeah. especially with, with Zacchaeus where he comes and he calls him by name yeah. out of a tree. And then he says, Hey, I'm coming to your house. To eat. <laughs> right. It's like, Hey, I want to be with you. Yeah. Um, and man parents your kids need to know that need to know that you want to be with them And i know this can sound weird of uh, making it personal like with your family you're like what's more personal than yeah. than family yeah. but man i know there's students who don't feel like they have a real personal and good relationship with their parents and i would ask parents of how how often do you talk about personal things mm. right? how often do you really get into those things yeah. instead of assuming you know what personal things your student, your, your kid is going through. Um, man,
1: that's tough, dude, because uh, be honest with you, that's, that's true. There's a lot of people that don't feel like they have a personal connection with their parents because their parents, like the, the not being shallow and then keep getting personal. It's like, sometimes we don't even know what's going on in our parents' lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then opening yourself up mm-hmm. for that, it's tough, man. You know I mean? you just open up yourself up to anybody, but yeah. then a person that you're supposed to be the model to, mm-hmm. that's tough, man. But I think, uh, uh, doing those things will build some connection with right. your kids that we mm-hmm. definitely want to have to be able to, to share this faith, this life with them, man. Yeah. That's good stuff, dude. Sure. Yeah. So I'll put that book in the show notes so you can check them out and be able to uh, get them. Um, yeah. Cause that sounds real good, man. So if, if uh, the deepest need, I mean, I know every, every uh, person is different. Mm-hmm. Every, every kid is different, every stuff, but I tell you what, they all the same. It seems like in this, identity crisis man mm-hmm. it's like i don't know man i was over at uh my my wife's uh, uh aunt's house and she was talking about in Arizona they got kids that uh, dress up like cats or something like that man mm. yeah they're called like furries or something like that you know Interesting. and so it's like everywhere you go there is something going on mm-hmm. that that people don't know who they are yeah and so how do we how do we address that with our kids I, you know i don't know um I don't, I don't even know, man. Yeah. Like, like, how do you dress that with the kids?
0: Yeah. And I don't, you know, again, it's one of those things where I don't know that there's a, here's how you do it. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it can be difficult for me because, you know, I don't, I don't have kids. I, I don't try and tell parents, Hey, this is what you got to do, right. Yeah, this is how so. it's done. But I do have a lot of students that I, I get to do life with and I get yeah. to see, their thoughts in there and then and and hear their thoughts of what's going on in their home and with their parents. And, and I see this, um, I guess this kind of just like you're saying, this lack of confidence in who they are, this lack in, um, knowing their identity. And I think that is a huge thing that, that our students deal with today. And I think it does a lot of it comes back to social media, man, social media is saying, Hey, you gotta be this, this, yeah. this, or this, otherwise you're not important Yeah, Um, Mm, or or, or you have to have this many photos. You got to have this many likes, you got to have this many followers or people really aren't your friends or who, whatever it is, you you have to have this many Snapchat streaks or whatever, you know, there's all of these things that our world is saying that our kids are living through, but then you go and you look, uh, you look in scripture, and man, over and over in the Bible, it, it talks about when we see that God created us, right? Yeah. He created us in his image and mm. he created us um, for him and we're his children. Yeah. And And so if you look in scripture, you see that our identity is in Christ. Mm. Our identity is that we are children of God
1: yeah.
0: and and we are created in his image. And he created us exactly how he wanted each of us to be. He knit us together in our mother's womb, mm. as scripture says. Right. And yeah. and, and so there's going to be things that everybody doesn't like about themselves. But those are things that God still created you with. Right. Yeah. Like he, he gave you those things. And and I, I tell students when they talk to me about that kind of stuff, my prayer in that moment when they come to me is that, that my prayer is that one day that thing that they don't like about themselves is going to be something God uses mm. for them to love on somebody else yeah. um, because of that. But I think we see that in scripture. And so for, for, for parents of talking to their students, it's reminding them, um, I think to look for their confidence and their self-worth first in, in Christ, right. Yeah. First in Christ and seeing that second in, in themselves of like finding their confidence through themselves and, and third through people who, who love them, who truly know, or who they truly know, love them and care for them, not through social media, right? Like I'm not looking at <laughs> um, social media, how many likes, how many followers they have um, or any of those things, but man, it's, continuing to point your kid back to, Hey, these people who you are nervous about pleasing these people who you are nervous about, do they like me or not? They they haven't been there your whole life, right? They don't know you and and odds are they're not going to be there for the rest of your life. Even those friends, like we have these different times and any adult understands the fact that, Hey, I had these friends at this time and these friends at this time and these, and some of those were not bad split ups of friendships, right? Some of them, yeah. some of them are right, but not all of them. It's just, you went separate ways. The passage of time, man. And again, I, this identity crisis idea, I, th- I truly think if we had, and some parents do this incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we had parents who were constantly, if every kid's parent was constantly telling that kid how much they love them, how much they care about them, how important they are, yeah. I don't know that this identity crisis would be, would be as big of on. a deal yeah,
1: for sure. because a
0: lot of times when people are searching for an identity, they're, they're searching for it because they're not confident in who they are, because they're not being encouraged in who they are. Mm. Um, mm. Encouraging a lot of that, I think I, I, a lot of a lot of that comes from the home, I think, you know, it, it needs to come from the home, right? Being encouraged in who you are, yeah. where you come from needs to come in the home. Yeah, um, because that's where they are most of the yeah. time, right? They spend most of their time
1: in the home. It's crazy yeah. to think about that stuff, because uh, you're right. When we don't have that that identity, we're not feeling confident who we are. We're not feeling that love that we uh, should be receiving from our parents. You know, um, then we go out and look for it in other places. Right. You know, right? And so that's when when it gets it gets tough, man. And we have to have those those difficult conversations uh I think of the circle the three circles Mm. and uh uh the second circle Mm. is brokenness I believe and you know you pull the strings because you're trying to go out away from this brokenness by Mm. relationships things places and things people places and things but it keeps pulling you back to that brokenness and I think that's what uh we do when we feel broken we go out and look for all you know because we're not getting the love and and the confidence and stuff we go out to all these other places, and so a very real thing is is going on is just uh, trying to talk with your, your your kids, the students, about like sexual desires and and um and I'm, I'm wondering how we talk about it in God's design. Yeah. I uh, I was watching a TV show. It's uh and I don't man I don't know I, I you know I don't got kids and I haven't really hung around kids a whole lot anymore, but uh, I was watching this TV show and uh, I don't know if this is any accuracy at all <laughs> because it is tv yeah, yeah. but uh she uh uh, uh uh girls have been getting kidnapped you know and uh, and then this mom was like man that girl she's just using drugs and stuff she's like uh that's not a problem at our school and then so she texts that woman's daughter and said something about like hey i'm joe and i think you're pretty and uh and he's like yeah meet me in the gym and we can go to a, a skip party like to skip school mm-hmm. And then that girl met him in the gym and that's where they were having this big conversation. And she was like, oh, oh, she's like, we're in here using the gym right now. It's like, uh, you can't come in. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And just leaves. And she's like, that's what happens. Like Kids are so open to these type of uh, of anybody just saying that they're pretty or they're nice or they're cool. And so, I mean, that's just, to me, I I don't know if that's real at all, but uh, it just seems like a world where everything is so overtly sexual and so how do we deal with our kids trying to explain to them the proper way to channel these desires because they are desires that we were like you were saying that that's the stuff that god created
0: us with you know yeah like it's important for us and so how do we uh how do we handle that man yeah i think um first thing i would say is there's there's a lot of uh, good books that have been written that people way smarter than me, and people, <laughs> and, me <who've>, too. <laughs> and people who have done a lot of research on these different things. That, and yeah. two of them that I've read recently, um, that I would encourage parents to try and pick up and read is One is navigating our digital world. Uh, it was written mm. by Kara Powell, Art Bamford and Brad Griffin. And then the other one is teaching your children, healthy sexuality mm. by Jim Burns. Um, great for parents with kids of any age. Um, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. And they've, I've read through them and a lot of really good uh, ideas of, of how to set boundaries of how to, whether it's technology or it's just dating or it's these different things, good boundaries, good steps to take, good ways to have conversations about questions uh, that, that students have. But I mean, I think, um, again... Just the, like you said, the um, sexualized culture that we live in, um, whether it's on social media or it's just on the internet, it's so easy to find anything. You can accidentally type something in to search in the internet and next thing you know, there's these things popping up and it's like how i don't even know how this popped up i didn't and then you realize oh (laughs) i typed this word in wrong i did that
1: one time man on uh i was looking for something for like a a a sermon in (laughs) illustration i guess i didn't realize that the thing that i was looking for could be understood as something else right
0: and stuff just pops up it's crazy man and it's so it's wild but i think Again, as we think as we think about it, this question of how do we have conversations with 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 students about sexual desires, about um, sex within God's design, those types of things. Again, it's you've got to have open conversation. Yeah. you know, you've got to have conversation with them where it's like, hey, I'm not just going to tell you about the birds and the bees. You know, <laughs> like I'm not just going to tell you what yeah. it is. It's not hey, a sermon. Hey, let's have a conversation. Like, what what have you heard? What do you know? Because I guarantee you. You're, kids heard something by this time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's like, what have you heard? What do you know? Okay. Well, here's how this, here's how God designed. And like walking through that conversation of letting them feel like they are a part of it, not just being talked at. A lot of kids will will respond to that better. But you know, as we think about God's design, scripture tells us that the, the thoughts, the desires, the questions that we have about sex are all natural. Right. Even mm-hmm. from a young age, it's it's natural to wonder about sex. It's natural yeah. to have sexual desires. It's it's natural to to do these things and have questions. But then you got to remind your student uh, that those are not bad to have. But how do we handle it when those thoughts, desires and questions come up? Where do you yeah. go for those answers? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Like yeah. that's that's the trick, right? That's the tricky part. It's the same, you know, of of our sin. Right, When we are tempted to sin, we haven't sinned yet but yeah. the temptation is not the sin it's how we respond to that temptation if we yeah. act on that temptation that is where the sin comes in and it's the same of the the thoughts the questions the the desires that is not sinful but i think a lot of our kids feel that that is sinful because of the way that their parents or the way that the church has even portrayed yeah. talking about Absolutely. sex and so wanting you know we did a whole we did 4 weeks talking about sex with our students the last four Senate or a few like last month. And we were talking through it. And that was a big thing of like, Hey, if you have these thoughts, if you have desires, like that is natural, right? That is okay. Mm-hmm. But, but let's talk about how do we, how do we deal with those things? What do we do with those? Of How do we not act on those? Right. Because the thing is that God created sex is good and mm-hmm. powerful um, when it is in the context of marriage, right? When it yeah. is in, uh, the context that he designed it for,
1: yeah, for um, sure. and
0: outside of that, it, it's still powerful, Ooh, yeah, but it, is. but it can break you, right? Mm. It breaks hearts. It Dang. breaks confidence. It breaks all of these things because it was not designed for that. And so mm. reminding your kids of saying, Hey, it's good and powerful. Yeah. In the right context, yeah. but it's still powerful in oh, a negative man. way outside of that. And so having those, man. and man, um, yeah, I didn't even for, thought
1: about what you said. He you said it's like it's powerful. You like it because it is, and it's in the context of marriage is so amazing and great, and it can do build and grow and do some amazing things. But it's also powerful outside. It can break you, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: Ooh, yeah. Dang. And, and man, I think again going back to it, don't be afraid to get into the sensitive stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents, it, the the mistake can be made whether it's parents, it's it's leaders at church or it's or it's in our schools wherever mm-hmm. it is. A mistake we make is man. I don't want to bring up the topic of pornography. I don't want to bring up the topic of of sex because I I don't, I don't know if they're ready. Mm. I almost guarantee you they've already heard about it or they've already (laughs) seen it. They've already seen something or heard something about it. And so it's like, man, and I said this earlier, it's better for you as a parent and your kid to have an awkward conversation together than your kid to go to school and find out about sex or pornography from a friend who's heard from their older brother or sister Mm. who heard from somebody else and who, doesn't know what they're talking about, yeah. and so now they're getting false information, or they're googling to try because they're they're yeah. they're curious. Yeah, hey, I know. Yeah, They I, all and, got the phone with the Google on it these days. Yeah, man. and man, it's it's crazy thinking about like temptation, right? I talked about that as far as temptation, these sexual desires and these thoughts and different things. And one one of the verses that has helped me incredibly in my walk with the Lord is First Corinthians ten thirteen which is no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. Mm-hmm. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And for me, man, when that finally clicked, it was like, okay, first of all, he's not going to let me be tempted beyond my ability. That doesn't mean by myself. That mm-hmm. means if I'm walking with him, if I'm seeking him, he's going to be there for me and we can get through that. And then the this one right here, the, he's going to provide the way of escape. Mm-hmm. When that clicked for me, it was like anytime temptation, like any temptation came up, it was like, okay, where's the way out, (laughs) right? And and, and time and time again, it's amazing how God works because time and time again, it's like, oh, that's it. Oh, I get a phone call here, or I get a text here, or or, I get a thought here, or this, whatever it is, it's even little things of, and that's the way out. But then you got to take one more step of, okay, there's the way out. Are you gonna take it or not you gotta go through right now the door. you gotta take it because there's also times where it's been like man hey here's your way out i'm like nah yeah you nah, know I'm, what good. I know, I'm good man. And, and so That's for parents so it's, for parents <laughs> it's like hey you're this is going to happen right this is going to happen and it's okay but let's look at how we walk through it let's look at how do we find that way of escape and then how do we take it i'm nervous about being a parent like i've talked to i've talked to haley my wife about this of like man it makes me nervous to have those conversations and to raise kids. And so I, I don't get it. Like I, but I can f- a little yeah. bit fathom for you parents of how difficult and how hard like how having those conversations back, yeah. is. But mm. I just, I firmly believe that if, if you, if you do that and you have those awkward times, it's going to be, it's going to benefit your kid. And they are going to later down the road be like, man, I'm so thankful that my mom mm. or my dad or my, my guardian, whoever it is. Had that conversation with me, so that I didn't have to search for those answers elsewhere.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, man. I appreciate your time with us, brother. Helping yeah, us out in all these conversations, because, dude, it's it's some weird stuff going on in this world today, mm-hmm. man. I mean, it was probably crazy when I was a kid too, you know. But sometimes I feel like, man, it wasn't this crazy, no, was it? Did, man? It wasn't. No, uh, so for these sure. are these are hard things, yeah. man. And uh, I want to ask you though, man, what what why you know why do you love students so much, man? What? Why do you care about kids so much, man?
0: Man, I think, you know, for me growing up, it was really when I got into high school, it was all, always either ministry or coaching, right? Ministry in the church or coaching. Either way, I'm doing ministry, right? Either way, I'm loving on caring for, I'm yeah. um, trying to point people to Jesus. But it's just through my growing up playing sports, growing up playing basketball specifically, um, and being very involved in my student ministry growing up, it was, just, man, the, the investment that people made in me mm-hmm. in, in that time. Um, my, my student pastor growing up and um, some of my, our leaders, like the investment that they made in me, I will never forget. Yeah. And, and so, one, it was like, man, I, I want to be that for somebody else. For sure. um, but the student ministry is crazy. it's, it's hard to get, because, you know, you got kids, every kid you're trying to talk to when you first meet them is either too cool to talk to you, right. (laughs) Or so shy, they don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. And, And so, but it's like, it's, it's such a fun time to then get to continue to love on that kid and eventually see them be like, oh, he is for me. Yeah. And so I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to be there. And man, when I get to do that and when I get to see and finally understand, there's a kid that understands that I'm for them and I'm on their team. It's so fun. And it's even more fun to then watch those kids go and show other people, Hey, I'm for you. I'm with you and getting to see students through life together, loving on each other, um, how, and living in community, how God designed us to, Yeah, it's, there's not a lot better than than seeing that. And so, Yeah, that's, that's just the a desire that the Lord has given me to be able to pour into and invest in students.
1: Man, well, we appreciate your help here at Healing Street, man, and all you're yeah. doing for these kids, man. And, uh, yeah, dude, that was uh, uh, something you said, how people invested in you, changed your entire life, and, and now you want to do the same thing. Man, that's yeah. a that's a whole sermon right there yeah. in its own self, man. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you, man. Hey, uh, there, you got any handles or anything?
0: If people uh, want to get a hold of you, touch you, talk to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're talking about social media a lot. I'd probably have to look up and tell you what my handles are, but uh, (laughs) I think it's either T Wade 15 or Taylor dot Wade 15 on Instagram. Um, Really, the only one I use. Yeah. I'm on Facebook too, just Taylor. Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's for dinosaurs, yeah. though, man. We, I can we, look we, it up and we can put <laughs> it in the show notes if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: not on I, it super often. I feel so. you, man. I feel <laughs> you, man.
1: Well, I appreciate you having uh, coming up, coming through, man, and talking with us, man. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, man.
0: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate and, it. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next episode. <laughs>